My name is Jameer Dixon, and I'm a locating Mark Fieldman for PG&E. I protect people. I protect our community. I protect our environment. When you call A11, I come out to your house, and I mark out our gas lines and our electric lines to make sure that you don't hit them when you're digging. A11 is at the heart of safety. I want people to know what's underneath them when they're digging. I'm passionate about it because every time I go on the street, I think about my own kids. A11 is a free service. Even if you're planning a garden, no project is too small to call A11. Together, we're building a better California. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast midweek special. We want to look back at the EFL Cup fourth round games that happened this midweek, Robbie Erland. And we have to start, um, there's big Premier League matchups, we have to start with the Manchester Derby. Anytime United play City, we have to look at it, we have to report on it, we have to talk about it. And just, just in a ways to start, I mean, obviously one matter, got the all-important goal to win the yeah. game 1-0 for United. Um, but just, I just wanted to go right, right back at the start, Rob, and look at the lineups and look what both teams did. Now, pretty obvious that Manchester City and Pep Guardiola was treating this as a second-rate competition, made a lot of changes, some young players played, and actually did very well. Maffeo at yeah. the back I thought was good. Garcia in midfield was, was excellent. Ian Atchew up front. But it was a... Lots of players were rested, whereas Manchester United, on the other hand, Rob, were, were full strength, absolutely yeah. full strength. And, and by the looks of, of Jose Mourinho, when the final whistle blew, the relief on his face, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, that meant a lot to him and that was an important victory, wasn't it, for Jose? Yeah, I think, Rob, you only have to look at the, uh, the two respective lineups, and, and it was, you know, without, without sort of making it too obvious, it was almost like a Manchester United first team against a Manchester City reserve team. Such was the the way that Jose Mourinho viewed this. I think after the disappointment stroke, humiliation uh, of the result of Stamford Bridge losing 4-0 to Chelsea, I think this was a bigger game, a more important game for Manchester United. It showed in in the lineups um, and the way they went about the business. First half, listen... In the end, Rob, I didn't think it was a great game. Neither team played, I think, particularly that well. But I always think with Manchester United, and I said it after the the Liverpool sort of draw that United got at Anfield, is when the game is not a great spectacle, it's more of a Mourinho type of game. And and in some respects, you know, they took the one chance that came along, one matter back into the starting lineup, was proving important and an important player for, for Jose Mourinho gets the goal. Um, still things to work on for United. And, you know, I think the slight worry for United fans is, yes, they're into the quarterfinals of the League Cup. The noisy neighbours have probably got bigger, more important targets that they'd say that they're going for in terms of Champions League, certainly qualification out of the group and getting through to the knockout stage. Obviously winning the Premier League title high on the agenda. And when I look at Manchester United, Rob, there's still work to do. The, the balance of the team still is, is not quite where it should be at the moment. It's interesting to see Michael Carrick back into the starting lineup. Yeah. I thought that, that was interesting. Uh, you know, a reliance back on a guy who you know knows his football club, who you know can knit the game together and, and, and be a consistently uh, important player in the, in the middle of the park for them. Um, you know, and, and when Mata back in the team again, he's gone back to Mata, and Mata's delivered the, the goods for them. So, I thought we learned a bit about Jose's state of mind, uh, the state of the football club at the moment. That they needed this victory in the League Cup just to allay some of the um, sort of hysteria that was going on about whether Mourinho was still the man. 
I think I think there's a few positives um, for me, and um, you know I, I was quite harsh on Manchester United after the weekend, that disappointing uh, loss to Chelsea. Um, what I like today, I like Luke Shaw. Rob, I know he had a he had a difficult time initially mm-hmm. against Hezus Navas, but came on stronger in the second. I just think I just think he's a he's a he's a good defender and he's a good player going forward. I I, I think he has to be the left back now going forward for Manchester United. I liked the shape in midfield. I like the personnel in midfield. I like that Carrick was holding mm-hmm. and he had Herrera to his right, Rob, a little yeah. bit advanced, and Pogba mm-hmm. to his left. So it's yeah. kind of an inverted triangle. It wasn't wasn't a number 10 where Pogba mm-hmm. was in that role. I, I just think that Herrera being allowed to get forward as well as Pogba can get forward with Carrick holding is the best way of playing it. Now, I know Carrick's 35. Yeah. And I know he can't run around that much, but his passing... It's so important, and I like Herrera getting forward. I know he can; he's done a good job as a holding guy, but I like him ferrying and, and, and playing little combinations, one-twos, trying to get in behind, playing that pass. Pogba, of course, we know he likes this license, so I like that midfield setup. Rashford from the left-hand side, um, I thought, grew into the game a little bit, and we'll make those runs in behind Ibrahimovic. So I just think, from a lineup point of view, I liked it. I thought the performance was 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 pretty good. And that has to be some good news for, for Jose. Of course, we, we have to report that Eric Bay Robbie Earl, mm. is, is, has got a bad knee injury. He's going to be out for a little while. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, whether we, we, we are ever going to see Henrik Mkhitaryan, um, mm. reports and rumours yeah, about him maybe leaving, um, Wayne Rooney as well. I mean, there's mm. plenty of stuff to talk about. But I thought for today, United played well. They were the stronger team. They wanted it more. Good atmosphere in Old Trafford. And I thought it deserved victory. On, on the goal, Rob, any, any, did you think it was a foul, mate? I, I... Um, no, no. I, I thought it was, a, it was a genuine attempt by two players to go for the ball. I know um, Herrera came across the line, uh, uh, Fernando, was it, uh, as he was running back. But, no, I, I didn't think it was a foul. I, I, I kind of saw it a couple of times. I can see what people are yeah. saying. I think the referee has a good look at it. I didn't think it, it was... I just want to go back, Rob. I just want to question a couple of things in terms of, of, of what are we expecting, what's good performances. I want to talk about Zlatan as, as your centre forward. Still happy with, with exactly what he's doing, what you're getting from him is more. I want to talk about Paul Pogba in terms of maybe shape and balance. Yes, I, I know what you mean. I, I felt his role was more defined today. But for $116 million... Are we getting what we should be getting? Are we seeing what we should be seeing? Is is this is this a kid still trying to find his his way in the football club? Or do we have to give him a little bit more time? I mean, against a, a Manchester City sort of second rate eleven, I didn't seem to dominate the game in in a way I, I would like to. Mm. I think it's a it's a, obviously people are talking about it, and I think it's a good mm. question. I'm on the side of he's a young guy. He looks. You just look at him, Rob. For me, he looks a little, a little bit overawed by it all. Mm. I mean, we know the mm. fee. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a magnificent, huge football club that he, he, he was desperate to come back to, and I think we, you see signs of that incredible talent in the games. Now, I'm not saying he's played well because he hasn't played particularly well. Yeah. There's been a couple of moments where it looked like he could do something special, hasn't quite worked. I'm at the moment. Uh, apart from agreeing that he doesn't look like the guy that you'd expect for that amount of money, 
yeah. I'm still a little bit supportive and a little bit, you know, we've got to give them a time. The team has been very much in transition. There's a new mm. manager again. The system's changed a lot. It's not been a great start for Jose, of course, after the first few games. And I think, um, for, in my opinion, we've got to be a little bit, well, I have. I mm. feel there's a lot more to come, but I'm not stupid enough to realise he's not looking brilliant. Um, but I, 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 still, I still believe in the guy, Rob, basically. Do you? Yeah, I do, but I, I think the more that the, the, the midfield gets some sort of stability till, till there's some consistency there in terms of the shape and the personnel, I, I still think we're going to see up and down performances from Paul Pogba. I liked when I was in midfield if I was with the same guy or same couple of guys next to me because they kind of know what I want to do when I want to get forward and, and the kind of runs. I know where they'll be and they'll have to get back and they'll block the playoff, make sure he doesn't come out too far. And you build up relationships, Rob. You've played in there, often be, you know, being the sitter and letting people go on. Yeah. I just think those relationships are really, really important. And if you keep changing them, if you keep changing the shape, I used to hate it when, when the shape changed in midfield. And I wasn't quite sure if I was allowed to go or manager was telling me to sit in a little bit. You know, I just feel that Paul Pop is almost, you know, in some respects, like reading the lines and not doing it naturally at the moment. It's all a little bit mechanical. I'd yeah. like to see him just go and play, just go and do what you do and know that, that the rest of the team will, will cover him in the, in, the, in the way that they will. But that's two players who you're talking about who, who I think you expect more for, or you expect to, to improve. Let's talk about Mkhitaryan and, and Wayne Rooney. Mkhitaryan, Rob, they spend a lot of money on him. He's had his injury problems. Played in the Manchester Derby half a game, got dragged off. There is reports that Jose Mourinho either isn't happy with him, not co- totally convinced in the way he's rehabbed and, and worked to get himself back right. We've seen it in the past, Robert Mourinho, haven't we, where yeah. once somebody's on the, on the wrong side of him, it's not easy to, to, to win that back. I mean, one match had to leave a football club to get back on the right side of him. Are we going to see Mkhitaryan in the red of Manchester United playing and contributing to, the, to this team in the way that he should be? I hope so. I hope so, Rob. It, it, I mean, first of all, this guy was the Bundesliga Player of the Year mm. last season, playing in Germany. German football, mm. Bundesliga, is not... It, it, it's a fast-tempo league. We heard Pop Guardiola last week saying that, you know, all this about uh, English Premier League intensity German football is very very fast so I can't I can't see how he he wouldn't fit in with the Premier League he needs a little bit of time he needs a little bit of love he needs a little bit of support he needs to get a run of games so I I'm I'm dismayed the reports I read today were saying that that his condition isn't conducive to handle the intensity of the Premier League which again I repeat the Bundesliga yeah but the Bundesliga is a fast league I mean what yeah, a fallout. Has there been a fallout there? Mm. It's just one of those things. As everybody's thinking, where is this guy? He's yeah. a talented, talented, talented footballer that will add, sprinkle some quality on mm. a on a midfield that totally needs it. So I'm, I, you know, it, it's always difficult to comment when you don't know all the details. But what we do know is that he's ready to play, mm. and it seems that that Jose Mourinho's had a falling out or doesn't think he's working hard enough to get himself in shape. This guy is a brilliant player. Had a fantastic season last year with Dortmund. And for me, I'd be getting him in and around that team as quick as I could. Yeah, I'd have to agree, Robin. I think Manchester United fans are thinking the same, that they haven't really had a good look at Mkhitary and all of a sudden rumours that he might be on his way out. Another player who rumours are circulating, Wayne Rooney. Some, I know he, he had a thigh injury today, supposedly um, not fit enough to be part of the squad. But 
the, the gossip is getting more speed in terms of is Wayne really going to be at the football club going forward? He's even talk about a January window. Is that a period when he'd go? I mean, I know you still believe that, that he's got a lot of football to offer. I, I'm wondering if Wayne Rooney himself is having problems, whether he sort of mentally dealing with being a second string player at Manchester United. This is a kid from 16 years of age when he burst on the scene with Everton scoring that wonderful goal against Arsenal. He's been a headline maker, Robbie. He's been a, a, a go-to guy. He's been one of your first names on your sheet for Everton and for Manchester United. Now, for the first time in his career, somewhat 12 years later, all of a sudden, in big games, he probably knows he's not going to play. In some of the lesser games, he may still only be, be a substitute. That's only in the last few weeks, know. Rob, isn't it? It's only in the, yeah, it's only the last it couple of weeks. Yeah, but I think things, you know, if you're Wayne Rooney, every day becomes a longer day. Every 24 hours probably feels like 48 hours because he's not doing the thing he loves doing. He's training every week and not getting the thing he wants on, on a Wednesday night, Thursday night or Saturday afternoon. I, I just saw his body language, Robert. And again, it was in the Europa League game um, last week and, and there was two penalty kicks and, and Martial took one and Pogba took one and people were saying it's great how Wayne Rooney is allowing them to do that. Something just doesn't look right to me with Wayne Rooney and I'm trying to look at it objectively, but it just looks to me like, and I don't really want to be too much, but like the fire's gone out a little bit for him and that was one of the things that made him brilliant. Not only his ability, his technical acumen, his intelligence, but that fire in his belly and if that does start to dim, he, he, he only becomes 50% of the player that, that he was before. And I just wonder if that's all where we're getting with Wayne Mooney. And maybe uh, Jose Mourinho's seen a little bit, maybe seen something in training, saying, listen, if you want to play week in, week out, it's not going to be at this football club. I, I respect you enough to say, OK, Wayne, is, there so, is, is it somewhere else that you've got to go? See, I, I, I totally respect what you're saying there, Rob. And I, and I get it. And, I, and that is obviously a... That's a, a line of thinking that, that mm. probably has a lot of validity. I, I just, I'm just not buying it just yet. I'm just not buying it. I just don't think it's been long enough for him to be fed up, depressed, whatever, being out of the side. Yeah. I think his attitude in general is a brilliant attitude. He's only four goals behind Sir Bobby Charlton's Manchester United scoring record. Um, I, I don't think, and I, you know, who knows whether he's been told yeah. by Marino that, he's been, that he can leave. But I, I still think that he has something to offer this team this season. Um, now, of course, when we start getting to the end of the season, into the summer, then I, you know, we'll know a lot more about what his position is at the football club in terms of staying or leaving. Mm. I just think, in my opinion, my gut feel is that I think he'll be fighting for his place back, Rob. I get it when he doesn't take penalties and I get the fire in his belly type of worry. Yeah. But I think it's a bit early. I still think he's got something to, to give. I still think the manager... We'll use him if, if the time is right to use him. And, uh, yeah, I just I think it's a little bit early, in my opinion, to be thinking about this guy leaving the football club when he's only been out of the team a few weeks and they haven't particularly done brilliant when he's been out of the side, by the way. OK. Uh, listen, I, and I'm not in any way disagreeing with what you say. I'm just sort of going off my gut a little bit in what I see. Just wonder, Robin, and we'll, we'll, we'll move on to City because they were also involved in the game as well. But just one last question with Wayne Rooney. Do you see him, let's just fast forward to the end of the season, he stays to the end of the season, he contributes in the way that he can, and then he decides, maybe breaks the Bobby uh, Charlton record, then he decides it's time. 
Do you see Wayne Rooney ever wearing the shirt of another Premier League team? Or will it be more of a Steven Gerrard type scenario where he'll go abroad, whether it be China, whether it'll be to, over here to the, in, in the US, somewhere else in Europe, maybe France, possibly. But do you see him wearing another Premier League shirt? Is he, is he the kind of player that's more suited to what the Premier League is about? No, I, I don't think he will see that. I don't think he will. I think he will go um, overseas. Uh, mm. MLS would would be if MLS wanted to to go with a. I guess it'd be like 32, 31, yeah. 32 year old at that point. I think he will he will um, attract attention. Of course, uh, that's the route I would think I would favour him to go. I mean, China. I mean, I know it's incredible amounts of money, and mm. there will be offers to go there. I just don't. I just don't think he will do that. I think MLS will be his most likely opportunity if, as yeah. I think we, we probably agree that this could be his last season at United, but I would say MLS more than, um, I mean, we know he's de- he loves dearly Everton Football Club, yeah. um, but I, you know, his kind of role in any team now in the Premier League with the pace of the league is going to be an unusual role. Uh, uh, it could be a slim chance at, at, at another Premier League team playing as a number 10, in a hard-working yeah. side that wants a little bit of flair, but I don't. I just think he'll, he'll want something new. Okay, another, another manager will want something new in terms of results. Pep Guardiola, Roberts. It's now sixth games in a row with, with, without a win. It's the sixth game in a row they've gone one 0 down as well, which is, is a little surprising to have. You think of Celtic, Spurs, Everton, Barcelona, Southampton, now Manchester United today, mm. and haven't gone on to win those games. Any real worries, Rob? This we know that it's not priority for Pep. We know, but as his team or his team getting into a certain rhythm where you know those kind of results are not guaranteed anymore. Does he is is there more work to be done at this football club with this group of players than maybe he thought, especially getting the start that they did the first ten games all competitions? As you know, as Pep kind of overestimated this one a little bit. Yeah, I think he might have done. I think the teams he's taken before have been a lot further on, of course. I mean, Man City were a long way off the top of the league last year with an ageing squad. I think he knew that. I think he's tried to address that with some of the players that's been in and around the squad, younger players. Um, this is the worst run of results for Pep in his managerial yeah. career. So yeah. I, I think we have to... That, that is noteworthy. That is kind of striking. Yeah. And uh, I know yeah. this wasn't a priority... Um, yeah. But but the thing is, he's top of the Premier League. He's top of the Premier yeah. League, and yeah. I think they have had issues at right back, particularly. They went with the three at the back again for this match at Old yeah. Trafford in the Cup, and uh, you know he, he's flexible enough to do that. I just worry that that the players have just. I thought they looked really really good of getting used to the kind of the four at the back with the full back yeah. moves and and De Bruyne and Silva higher up, and it's all been disrupted a little bit. It's been disrupted, yeah. um, but I still. Very much don't believe in what he's doing. I think he will make a lot of changes between now and the end of the season. I mean, this goes back to our initial conversation, Rob, doesn't it? And it, it, it's, it's great to keep touching on it because, you know, we, we, we made our predictions and yeah. you went City, I went United. Mm-hmm. I, went, I didn't think of City because of, of the changes and his style is so different. It might take a little bit of time to get used to it. And maybe mm-hmm. right now we're seeing that, we're seeing it. But they're still top. So whether they can, he can get them back on track and they can show that they're the best squad and the best team with the best manager to win the Premier League, we will, 
we have to mm. wait and see. But it's fascinating right now because the, the league is incredibly tight at the top, just one point mm. between five there. Um, but it's it, but yeah, this this can't be good. Just a note on Vincent Company, Rob. I, yeah, off the half time, wasn't it? Yeah, but just checking online and um, mm. reports are saying that that he's not injured. He yeah. just he just felt very tired at half time when they made the okay. switch. So it's good to see him playing again. Yeah, yeah, some good moments in the game, you know. And it's good that he can do that in the in the manager respects. In that you know, it's likely if you go out again when you're tired. We've all been there sometimes. You train, train, train. You overtrain a little bit to get yourself match fit, and then on the, the the day doesn't feel right. What they don't want him to do is to stay on the pitch and pull another muscle again and, and be out for a period of time. Another player who, who didn't start the game, Rob, and, and again the rumor mill likes to start. This is what we do in football. Sergio Aguero didn't play in the big game against Barcelona. I'm sure would have loved to have played today to get himself a few goals and possibly could have won the game. Now, whether Pep feels it's a risk or not, just, again, get the sense that not everything's quite as it seems between maybe manager and play. You see, it's all signs of Aguero came on, the, on into the game later on. But, again, are, we, are, we, are people reading too much into this? Do you think that, that there's a little bit of, of kind of brinksmanship between Aguero and, and Pep? I think people are reading too much into it. That's my take. Mm-hmm. I think he's a brilliant player. I think that, that, that Pep Guardiola realises that he's a brilliant player. He's really a, an important part of what's going on. I think he'll try and get Ian Acho, he'll try and get Alex uh, Garcia and other players yes. as many minutes yeah. as they can. Mm. And I think him sitting again, it's, yeah, it, it doesn't look good. And, we can, we can, and people will start to, to throw some stories together that, that might yeah. or might not be true. But, but I don't think so. I, I think in that game against Barcelona, it was a tactical idea that he had. And I, and I think you've got, to, you've got to respect that. It didn't work out on the day. He's not, you know, he's only human. He will make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But Sergio Aguero, in my opinion, is a very, very important player. And I think Pep has him as a very important player as well. And I think he'll start at the weekend. Just before we move on to a couple of other games, just, just want to get your sense, Rob. And it's just a chance to maybe go, go off point a little bit. Just about two managers, really. I was just thinking as the game was playing out, Jose Mourinho looked so relieved when he was walking down the touchline that he got the result. Pep Guardiola looked a little bit edgy as if he... And, and not least because I think he, he knows that what's coming when he goes into the press conference. The, the, the English press would be on him. You know, six without a win, Pep. Is it what you thought? You know, is the, intent, you know the intensity and all that kind of stuff. Just... Just when, when your managers have been as successful as those guys and then form goes off a little bit, you don't win some games, these rumours about players, all, you know, the job becomes more difficult. How do they, you know, I've just had a sense with Mourinho the last few weeks, like for him, his confidence has been knocked a little bit. He hasn't quite had the mojo, the spark, the resolve that we've seen in the past with, with Mourinho. I just wonder, like with those guys, you know, do the doubts ever set in? Do you think it, their big thing is to make sure that the players don't ever sense that, that there is maybe doubts or things aren't working uh, as, as they was wished? Because I look at Jose, I think, huge job, the job probably he's wanted, Manchester United. Huge opportunity, but not going the way he wants. And, and it was almost as though he needed this result to, to, to take a little bit of pressure off him. It all comes back, by the way, the weekend when they play Burnley, because it's OK to get through to quarterfinals if the um, the league cup against a team that maybe not full strength, but you play Burnley home in the league, you've got to win that game if you're Manchester United. So mm. it seems like there's a constant kind of pressure on Mourinho that he's never had. That he's struggling a little bit to adapt to. 
I tell you what it is, Rob. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting thought. It's like these two, two great managers that have won mm. so much in the game, it's almost kind of we're witnessing a little a, a chipping away at, yeah. at their mm. confidence, if, which mm. seems crazy because they've won yeah. so much. But, but it really does look that way. And both men over the last couple of weeks have, have faced questions that made them look very uncomfortable. And, you know, and you could see how important it was for Mourinho today. Maybe it's a sign that Mourinho really was desperate for a result. And Pep is still confident of what he's doing. He didn't feel the need to have to win this game and throw a, a first team out there mm-hmm. and jeopardise. He's got Barcelona, of course, very soon in the Champions League again and other league matches. So maybe Pep's a little bit more comfortable, a little mm-hmm. bit more confident. His team, of course, are still... Um, top of the league on goal difference from Arsenal. But United and Mourinho, it's been really interesting, hasn't it? Because he's mm. he's looked humbled over the last few yeah. weeks with these results. And after the big old ego was, was bursting out at the start of the season, we've won four games out of four. We're going for the title. This is what the United fans want to hear. And all of a sudden, mm. he's been kind of, he's been shut down a little bit. So I think it's something, I think it's a great point. I think it's, a, mm. it's really interesting watching these two legends of the game just go yeah. through tough patches. Of course, the interesting part will be we'll be talking all the way through the season and how it how it continues mm-hmm. and where they finish at the end but I still believe that that Pep um, totally believes in what he's doing he's totally determined with his style of play he's just figuring out the personnel a little bit and dealing with some issues mm-hmm. to defenders um, but it's going to be fascinating to, to watch both of them work for the next few months. Well, one manager who things seem to be going really well for Jurgen Klopp Rob, Liverpool got, got their victory 2-1 against Spurs, that was yesterday. Two goals for Daniel Sturridge, important night for, for Sturridge to just remind the manager that he's a goal scorer, that given the chance in the right system, he'll score goals. A little bit of mix of youth and experience for Klopp on the night, but his team came good and got, and got the win. Important night this for, for, for Liverpool. I still think this is an important competition for Jurgen Klopp. I think it buys him time, it buys him belief, and I think it's a trophy that he's going to take seriously, certainly the further they go in the competition. Yeah, I mean, he can do no wrong at the moment, Jurgen Klopp. I mean, everybody wants to play for him. I mean, mm. Daniel Sturridge, <clears throat> great attitude in the game, lively, could have yeah. got more goals, gets his two goals. You know, younger players get an opportunity. Wijnaldum comes back into the team. Lucas looks like he's ready to run through a brick wall for a guy that's left him out of the team. So mm. his man management is, is unique. Um, his team, wherever team it is, a strong one or a slightly weaker one was here, want to play for him. Anfield and Liverpool Football Club is just... You know, you, you sort of go around the grounds, Rob, and, you, we, and mm. we get the footage of all the, uh, the league games and the stadiums and the atmospheres. I mean, Amf- I mean it's a proper club, isn't it, Liverpool? Yeah. It's a proper club. I mean, like, like Old Trafford today. Yeah. I, mean, I know that's a bigger game, but, but Anfield, I just thought the atmosphere was, was brilliant. You know, it's, it's lively, it's full. It's a good game of football, even though both teams rested a lot of their, their main mm. guys. And for Daniel Sturridge, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's a quality player, Rob, but, but he's still not, in my opinion... The, one of the best front three players. He's just not. The way that Liverpool are playing, the way that Klopp likes him without the ball, um, Firmino is ahead of him right now. But this, of course, he's done exactly what he should do. Don't, don't moan. He's mm. playing week in, week out. You know, when, he's, when he gets the opportunity, he's available. What I mean is he's not injured, which is, which is really good for him. And he's showing a good attitude and scoring goals. So that's got to be only good for himself. Um, for the manager and for the football club. So a good performance. Mignolet mm. back in goal looks solid. Um, yeah, really good from them. Spurs made some changes. The manager looked frustrated on the sideline. Yeah. 
Um, and again, they've got, it's just a little bit different, isn't it? Because Liverpool haven't got the European stuff, yeah. Spurs have. Um, so good game of football and Liverpool deserve to win. Yeah, and let's quickly talk about the one, the other game, big London derby uh, today was West Ham, Chelsea, West Ham get, getting the job done 2-1. Just get the sense that, that they're coming out of that slump, that early season slump, West Ham getting to, to do a little bit. It was changes for Chelsea, John Terry certainly back in, in, into the team which will uh, have pleased Chelsea fans and certainly the manager. But again, with, with no European football this year, this is a competition they would have wanted to do well in, in Chelsea. I think Kante will be a little bit disappointed in his team that they haven't got this one done. Yeah, they will. Um, again, from some changes from their point of view. Mm. But I think you're right. I think they'd love to have had a, had a run in it. John Terry gets a run out at centre-back in a, in a back three. Mm. Um, and I think I just think we have to... You know, again, at this stadium, Rob, there's reports of a lot of crowd, uh, crowd yeah, trouble true. clashing yeah. with West Ham fans and Chelsea mm. fans. And, you know, it, it, it's it, it, we go back a long, a long time in English football and, and we've seen some pretty bad, bad um, scenes in, in stands. And of course, this is a brand new stadium. They're just figuring out how the allocation of tickets goes. You know, people are coming into the stadium, supporting mm. different clubs. You know, the stewarding, the policing has been put into question. So, you know, I, I'm not sure of the actual... Um, the, the kind of consequences to what happened today, but we have to mention it and, uh, you know, hope they can sort it out um, some, sometime really soon. But it's good for West Ham. Yeah. I, they're back on track, Rob. They're back, mm-hmm. they're back on track. A little bit like Chelsea. They changed their system. They went to a back three. They yeah. allowed Payet and Lanzini to play the Hazard and the Willian role um, behind the front player. Antonio was today. So it's, it, it's I, I just think sometimes it's silly, isn't it? But, but a system change can give a player... Mm-hmm enthusiasm, yeah. encouragement, yeah. like, wow, yeah. this is different. This is enjoyable. This might be anything to change a mindset of a, of a, of a player in bad confidence and bad results helps. And this, yeah. it's a silly thing, but I really think uh, it's been a big part of, of changing around. So they did a really good job to get through. Let me just run through the quarterfinal draw, Robbie. Yeah. It's come out now. Yeah. And we've got, it. Yeah, we've got Liverpool versus Leeds. Wow. Mm. Like, big wow. Game. That's yeah. big, big game. Manchester United have got West Ham United. Hull City mm-hmm. play Newcastle, who won six. Newcastle of... flying, by the way, flying. Yeah. And the last one's Arsenal versus Southampton. So mm. there's your EFL Cup quarterfinals. Uh, I, you know, it, it's, 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 it's kind of a, it's a funny competition because a lot of people don't really want it. Yeah, it depends kind of gets, how, how seriously you're taking it. Yeah, but it I gets done quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, I think once you get to quarterfinals, the finals, I think, end of February, if not early, early March, so it's done and dusted. You know, I, I think people are going to take it seriously from here on in. You know, I think both United and West Ham both would love that competition. Even Arsenal, Robin, and I know that, you know, in the past that they maybe not looked at it, played it with a lot of the kids. I think the longer it goes on, Arsene Wenger may just want to land this trophy. And certainly I've talked about Klopp in the past. So, yeah, I mean, the League Cup at, at times has been a competition people wanted to go, go out of. I don't think it's anything like the case this time along. Certainly one of those to get in. So... On a weekday week where there was a much-needed win for Manchester United against their nearest rivals, we'll be back at the weekend with another Premier League podcast. Well, we'll see if Pep can end this sort of barren run that he's on and get a win against Tony Peel's Chief West Bromwich Albion. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast as we go along each weekend because it does spread the word and gets more football fans interested in the show. And if you want a little bit more musto and Earl, remember the Two Robbies Football Show, 5pm Eastern Time, each and every Saturday on NBC Sports Radio. 
Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X dot Amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Amazon.com.